Batman Universe. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Batman Universe podcast, or welcome to the for the first time, if it is your first time. And I have to welcome us back too because we have been gone a little we've while. Had a little, yeah, we've had a little bit of a, a vacation. Un- Unintended. Yes. You were out of town. Indeed. For one week. Yes. I was out of town for two weeks. Yes. And so yes. it's been at least four weeks. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. guys, we apologize, but we're happy to be back. Hopefully, everybody's doing well. Yeah. Well, the, maybe the timing was okay, just because it was you know the post the movie. Let everyone had, get over the BVS hangover. Yeah. Let them let them kind of you know see it as many times they wanted to see it and kind of you know. Uh, let let all the opinions on the internet fly and and take them and leave them as you will, um, you know. But we're we're happy to be back and and to uh, talk over some stuff. But first, we have a little bit of business to go over really quick. So, um, if you're a brand new listener, this probably doesn't apply to you because you know you should get the litmus test first and check us out a little bit more. But for you, those of you guys who have listened for a while, um, we are uh, so thankful that you guys. Have supported us and visited the site, uh, the BatmanUniverse.net, and uh, because of that, and because of the uh, constant foot traffic we've been getting, our uh, server costs have tripled over um, this last year as we're growing. And we could use your help to keep going. So if you would like to donate, please head over to the BatmanUniverse.net and check on the right hand side. There's a tab that will give you an option to donate and however much you want, uh, and that would just help us keep going. Just because you know we do this as many podcasts do. Um, you know, for fun. Out of our hearts. Out of our and, hearts. And, and, and spare time and honestly spare money. Like yes. We, yes. Um, you know, uh, Dustin, who runs the site, you know, he's he's been paying for this out of his pocket. And, yes. And thanks to everybody who's yeah. come to check out the show. But, you know, there are so many of you, I know you're just thinking, oh, well, I don't have all this extra money to be given to my podcast. You know what? Like, there are enough of you. If everyone gave a dollar, mm-hmm. we could cover the server costs. Totally. It's literally like, like. Yeah. So, so you don't little. have to you don't have to scrape up a hundred bucks no, or anything. No. You know, just a, just a buck or two would really help because, again, you know, thankfully enough people listen to to us ramble on about nonsense that 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 would do it. Yeah. So, so please go to the BatmanUniverse.net and just just give us a buck or two. You know, your soda for the day, Lee, less than your Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. And that would be and that would be a huge help. That would be super awesome. So we appreciate it, and all, and all the same, you know, thanks for coming back always. You yeah. guys, we we really appreciate it, and we have. A great time doing it so business aside business aside back into we have just the show notes this week are just a freaking it's like the bible it's so <laughs> they're, huge. they're pretty massive so it's been a while so we'll see we'll see how efficiently we can get through this yeah we got to kind of hammer it out so. yeah first things first uh of course batman v superman dawn of justice it's been now out four weeks i think yeah it's uh, five um, i don't know march 25th right yeah. was the official release date so yeah so just a little box office update as far as uh, how it's doing um Last week, it earned another $8.3 million overseas from 66 markets, uh, and it had a slightly stronger hold in its fifth week than it has in the previous frames. So that means overseas, it's made $532 million, and then uh, domestically... It's at 320, 321-ish. So worldwide, right now, it's made $851.6 million. Um, So uh, 
you know, no matter how you look at it, it's still a success for Warner Brothers. Um, obviously not as big a success as I'm sure that they were hoping, but a success nonetheless. And so it is now the seventh biggest superhero movie ever behind Spider-Man 3, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Iron Man 3, Avengers Age of Ultron, and The Avengers. And then regarding Warner Brothers, it's the tenth biggest WB movie ever. Yeah. So it's one of those things that... Obviously, um, uh, financial success doesn't necessarily mean success, but man, it goes a long way. So uh, I'd say this, you know, at, at least I, I think Warner Brothers can call this enough of a success um, financially oh, as yeah. well to, to know that, that to carry on. You know, obviously we know that the execution of the film is, is pretty, um, you know, contrasting for many. Uh, and how it played out, but all the same, you know, I think everybody ex- was excited to see this universe. So, love it or hate it with BVS, you know, I think people are excited to see more from this universe that um, that uh, Warner Brothers and DC have created. Yeah, so. it has certainly made enough for them to continue. Yes, and that's what should make us all happy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right. Next next little piece here. Yes, indeed. So uh, as obviously this movie has been released, now we're starting to get a lot of little uh, trinkets, uh, behind-the-scenes images. And uh, one of the things that's been floating around was some concept art of how Doomsday might have looked in Batman v Superman. And, uh, you know, for the most part, what what you see, it's, it's not... Too far of a departure. Yeah, it's not too different. It's you know that what what ended up on screen is is pretty close to this. You know, for the most part, um, he's just a giant kind of uh, very godly looking creature. You know, like there's a uh, one uh, that has a lot of uh, iconic imagery uh, that sort of has him standing in this uh, cross silhouette with his arms out in front of Superman. Um, you know, so really kind of playing up this sort of demigod, god angle of this whole thing. Um, as, as they do. As they do. As they um, as they, they did the entire... I was telling Andy I saw it again last night. And one of the things that actually, really quick, just hit me um, and I thought was much better uh, was, was Lex uh, dialoguing with uh, Superman on the top of the building. Uh-huh. It really clicked for me. I'm like, he hates God. That's yeah. why he hates he Superman. He hates God. And he, he hates, hates God. He hates God because God didn't stop his father from treating him the way he did. Did so. He's like, well, you know, the explanation: God is either all powerful, or you know, he's he's all good. Yeah. You know, he's not. If, if he's, he's all powerful, powerful, he can't be all he good. Can't be all good. And if he's all good, he can't be all powerful. Thank you. Yes, exactly. And so, so. yeah, he wanted to prove that he, all the Superman may be all good. He is not all powerful. Exactly. So the manifestation of. The Man of Steel in front of him is the perfect representation of that and that hate. So, anyways, um, you know that. All that being said, the the whole deity, gods, and men thing was probably the biggest overlying theme of this movie, and they definitely played that up in this concept concept art with them. Um, just you know, Doomsday just being huge and and really you know just kind of different you know some with him with the hair kind of like we saw in the yeah, comics you yeah. know um, from from that uh, that story that it's obviously uh, citing and then kind of some more of like the bony fragments in his face and stuff but really like beautiful uh, very painterly unfortunately our copy is black and white I know the printer nice. I know it's like kind of nice a dra- work kind of, a, kind of a drag <laughs> I want to see the pretty pictures that's kind of a flop you on print my, it in black and white son of a <laughs> It's just because I want you to get that out there and give it the foot traffic. It's going to color It's going to be just... He's orange! It's going to be just as good if I cut up. He's not Doomsday, he's Jack-O-Lantern Day. (laughs) 
He's still menacing, but very vibrant, yeah. I gotta say. Oh my God. Why, why pink hair? Why? Because he wants to look pretty. <laughs> Andy, did you use any reference when you colored this? <laughs> I, I really like it, though. So anyways, go online and check that out if you want to see more of that stuff. Uh, there's there's tons of it, especially in that... Um, you know the 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 behind the scenes uh, like the tech cal and the and then the movie um, yeah. uh, magazine <clears throat> excuse me that came out with it uh, but you know a lot That's, of that stuff floating around online yeah it's pretty close to what's in the movie yeah like, it's not drastically different in any way and I honestly I really liked Doomsday's look in the movie my only little thing nerdiness was I wish that the bone shards would have just been bigger mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know I just wish they'd have kept going a little bit yeah yeah because um, I loved them and I loved when he sprouted them I thought that was Awesome. Well, when I he just got wish they had gotten bigger. Yeah, when he's got his arm cut off, they really came out yeah, there. It's like yeah. if uh, they came out of his shoulders and face a little bit more. I totally agree. It was like he evolved. Yeah, but he it was so just close. A little bit more. Yeah, it was so close. But so good. You know, pump it up another fifteen percent. Yeah, I'd be happy. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, moving on. Uh, now that we have seen the movie, uh, now the next thing all us fans are looking forward to <laughs> is seeing the movie again, but longer. But more, please. But more of it. <laughs> more, please. Uh, yeah. So now we're all waiting. For for that extended cut coming out in July. And this week we found out how long it actually is going to be. Everybody kept saying three hours, three hours, three hours. Well, turns out they were really right. It's 181 minutes, which is three hours and one minute. <laughs> so turns that one out, minute they wanted a yeah, they wanted I, a really I, push, that one minute's going to be so it's good. Gonna be good. That's going to answer gonna all amazing. everyone's questions. Yeah, the one fine. minute is makes all the difference. <laughs> um, but uh, this, you know. This extended edition has an entire new subplot. It, of course, has Jenna Malone's role, which we still don't know what that is. Um, apparently some more violence, which doesn't ex- surprise me in any way. Um, so anyway, uh, we this is what we learned. It's from a European site, so it isn't completely confirmed, but it seems pretty legit. Yeah. Uh, three hours and one minutes for the extended cut, and the bonus features will be about two hours. So... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the bonus features because, truthfully, you know, a lot of these these things, um, if they're cut for time, that's one thing. And obviously, that Lex Luthor scene that was an extra scene right. was a pretty big deal. Yeah. But most of the time, the things that end up on the cutting room floor are there for a reason. So, um, obviously, Jenna Malone, that's going to be a big deal, kind of seeing her, you know, portion of this film. But my guess is it's just going to be a cameo. And honestly, with how everybody felt, how full this movie is, yeah, um, that's a Good, good move, I think so. But really excited to see all that stuff. Can't wait. And yeah, it's going to be... Oh. You mean Brian have to go to someone's house and oh my pop gosh. some popcorn? Like, we'll make tents, like forts? Oh my god! Pajamas? Pajamas? To, uh, Paj- I, yeah. I might have to buy some. I don't tell, <laughs> tell the wives, I'm going to a sleepover. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, we're... we're it's just no girls allowed. Just it's it's not, Let's not make it a big thing. It's just, yeah. you know, we just want to have our time here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so moving on uh, to a little bit of uh, Captain America news, which is kind of strange for a Batman v Superman or a Batman podcast, I should say. Uh, but no, no, this is actually just alluding to the fact that there's a story going around that Captain America's Civil War got a little bump and uh, helped being greenlit because of the announcement of BBS. Um, so uh, Anthony Russo was ta- talking with the Hollywood Reporter, and he had mentioned that after it had been announced, it pushed the studio to realizing that the third Captain America story needed to become a reality. Uh, they said, our pitch to them was, people will tell you they love chocolate ice cream until you give it to them five days a week. It's time to give them some rainbow sherbet. Kevin Feige said he thought we might be right, and after they announced Batman v Superman, he said, you guys are absolutely right. We needed to do something challenging with the material, or we were going to start to lose the audience. So, 
the cool thing is, is everybody thinks that, you know, not everybody, but so many that comment that DC is just taking cues from Marvel and just trying to play catch up. It's like, well, clearly not the case because DC and Warner Brothers made a huge move with this movie. You yeah, know, even, and it and it made Marvel rethink their approach. Yes, absolutely. Which I, you know, I know for both of us, that's a win for all. Yeah, you know, for us because I, I we just love respect. Both. I re- I just respect that the Russos owned it. You yeah, know? like they nor- didn't have to say that. Normally, you would think that they would go, oh, you know. DC's doing their thing, but we're doing our thing, and we're just focusing on what we want to do. But instead, they actually were just like, no, of course it it did. It totally factored into the decision to make this movie. You're yeah. Like, Good for you. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. They, these studios definitely have uh, the reputation, as, even at cons and things like that, of doing a little bit of smack talking. But, you know, they can't help but love, you know, their their content is so closely related, you know. How how can they not look at what each other is doing and have influence uh, yeah. there? So pretty cool, pretty cool to hear that. Yeah. So moving on a little Wonder Woman now. There's a little clip of Wonder Woman's arrival that has showed up on a Japanese website. Iga, Iga, E I G A, E I G A. Anyway, Iga. so the arrival, um, the arrival of Wonder Woman into the final battle on Batman v Superman has been officially released. Yeah. Uh, when that. Just amazing that great, moment, that yeah. amazing moment where she she saves Batman from Doomsday. Spoilers. Yeah, um, it's not yeah. much more than that. But no, it's it's like twenty nine seconds. Yeah, um, and it's just that moment, but mm-hmm. it's a great moment. And so yeah, now you can officially watch it uh, thanks to Warner Brothers and this Japanese website I'd never heard of before. Yeah, no, definitely, and uh, honestly, you know, a pretty cool idea considering like, all right, you're thinking about the following film slates, or like Wonder Woman is coming up. Like, let's help keep people. Yeah. Do you have this clip? Just throw it online. Yeah, you everyone's know? seen the movie already. It's yeah. not spoilers anymore. Yeah. So I watched it a couple times. I've, I did. I've seen the movie. It's like, so what? I want to like watch it, it more. I yeah. like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, so I think actually that's all the BBS news um, for now. Uh, I'm sure there's probably has been some that we've missed in the past, but truthfully, you know, Batman v Superman we've talked about for the last two and a half years. Um, so, you know, if a little bit of that news starts ramping down yeah. in order to ramp up for the next movie, Suicide Squad, that's coming out, uh, I think we're kind of okay with. So, uh, since we had last on the t- uh, our, our last podcast, uh, the third trailer came out for Suicide Squad, and we didn't really give any comments on that. Did you have any thoughts about it? Uh, Loved it. I knew you'd have a thought about That's, it. I mean, I knew surprising no one, I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was amazing. I thought it was a, an amazing trailer, uh, just as good as the last one, and uh, I th- they're just killing it with the, with the marketing for the film. Agreed. Agreed 100%. It's really cool. Even I think that you know people are, have sh- uh, shown the three trailers side-by-side uh, side as far as their title card. Yes. And how, how really vibrant it how, is. How, how more vibrant it gets with each one. And they just, yeah, it's like they, they kind of started a little small and then you know it's just like just this is me you know like the explosion of color and flavor in that third trailer just yeah. you know, completely owning it and and you know the ballroom blitz you know using that song uh you know just definitely much like um bohemian rhapsody just yeah. really upped the fun level mm-hmm. in this movie and so just uh, what more can you say? A little bit more of the Joker stuff that we saw, yeah. you know, uh, and that and dialogue. Batman stuff? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's both both of those things, you know, just selling those characters even more for people, you know. Yeah. I, think, I think for me, you know, kind of unsure how Leto would do it, seeing how he even did, it appears to be such a departure yeah. performance-wise, 
but such a positive departure. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is right in line with his visual departure as mm-hmm. well. So, gotta love that. So, anyways, um, uh, there's been some uh, interviews lately with Jared Leto and and Margot Robbie in the cast, and they talked a little bit about obviously the roles in this movie and. Um, Jetto, uh, Jetto, Jetto. That is that a? Did I just make a thing on Jared accident? Leto, Jetto, that's a, old Jetto. That's like a celebrity couple name. It is just him he, himself. He just, he's his own celebrity Jetto. couple. He can handle it. He could be his own celebrity couple. Uh, commented on his performance, and he just said, and his character, and he said, "I don't think I'm allowed to talk uh, about that so much." Uh, oh, specifically about his origin for this iteration. Uh, but he said, but we walked in a completely new direction. I think we knew that we had to do that. It was important to do that. When the Joker has been done and done so well, it gives you a bit of indication of where you shouldn't go. There's a bit of a map there, and that's the good part about it. Uh, he's obviously thrilled to have a chance to offer a brand new take. And he said, it's quite an honor. Uh, Joker has been written about in pop culture for 75 years. I'm just the latest in the long list of people who have redefined and reinvented this character. The actors, the voice actors, the television series, the writers, the artists, and the fans. People have taken the Joker and reinvented and redefined him for 75 years. It is really special to be asked to do that. Uh, And then Margot Robbie went on. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that, Andy? Sure. So uh, Margot Robbie talked a little bit about uh, Harley Quinn. She said, I did a lot of research on mental illness and codependency. I was trying to access a way into understanding why she's so in love with the Joker. I kind of decided she's codependent on him. Now that I've done the research, I realize that's more of an addiction than an illness. You see many sides of her. Sometimes she's really funny. Sometimes she's really mean. She just enjoys everything she does. Whether she's doing something good or bad, she'll have an equal amount of enjoyment out of it. She's not always the most likable character. I don't know. Well, we've yet to see that because so all far of us we've liked every her. everything we've seen. <laughs> but she's got to get mean sometimes. She's Harley. Absolutely. Yeah. You you know we're going to see that side of it, and, and I'm very excited to see that. Uh, so uh, briskly moving on. Uh, obviously, we've heard about Jared Leto sending gifts to the cast uh, and crew, and and just messing with everybody, being very you know Joker Jokery as much as he can. Now, one of the people he did not send gifts to, however, uh, <laughs> was uh, Viola Davis. And uh, apparently uh, she commented on it um, at the Tribeca Film Festival and said, I did not receive any personally, uh, gifts that is, or else I would have got my husband, who was called the Headache Ball back in the day when he played football. Uh, I would have said, take care of the Joker. So <laughs> She's not having it. Yeah, she's, I think he, he you know, uh, all method aside, it's like, well, you know, I want to live as a real person as well. So right, right. maybe not get myself killed while making this movie by this dude. Uh, so pretty pretty funny. that Viola's that, like, mm-mm. She's, oh, like, yeah, no. she's like, yeah, don't you be bringing that crazy Joker <laughs> stuff around here, man. Uh, <laughs> so, so really, really just a great commentary on that. Yeah. Um, apparently Will Smith might want to be Batman. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. So anyway, uh, Will Smith was at the MTV Movie Awards um, and asked uh, if he was excited to play Deadshot again, whether it be in the Batman movie or his own movie. Will Smith's answer was a little surprising. He said he wants to play Batman in the DC Extended Universe. Um, He talked about a comic book that he read where Bruce Wayne gets injured and Deadshot comes in and puts on the bat suit to become Batman. So uh, he seemed really excited about it, and even jokingly did a little Batman voice. Yeah, he so, started. He just kind of got into the gruff a little bit. I don't know what so comic he, he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't. Do I don't. I don't think I've read that one. No. But honestly, it sounds familiar. 
It sounds kind of familiar. The Deadshot had to, at some point, take it on. So he doesn't want to play Batman. He wants to play Deadshot playing Batman. Exactly, yeah. So, um... <laughs> hey, who knows? At this point, anything could go. And it, he is actually a character that kind of strays the line between yeah. good and bad, yeah. you know? So, uh, I don't know. You, you, I don't know if I'm ready for that you yet. You thought this those is... guns were bad in BVS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just wait until Deadshot's yeah. in yeah, there. Yeah, he, he doesn't need a car to shoot people. Don't worry yeah. about that. He is, uh... Uh, not holding back on that. So kind of a funny thing, but you know how sometimes these sort of conversations go from <laughs> wouldn't that be funny to wait seriously, what if we did do that? So yeah. you never know what can he's happen. He's Will Smith. Yeah, exactly. He's He's got some pull. Uh, so Karen uh, Fukuhara, uh, who it plays... Um, Jesus, just Katana. Katana, thank you. In Suicide Squad, uh, was talking a little bit um, about her performance as Katana in the movie, which is pretty cool because you know we haven't really heard much about her or really know uh, that much about her. Uh, but she commented she's very loyal to Amanda Waller and Rick Flagg in the movie. She works under them and keeps a rowdy bunch in line. She's a protector and fierce warrior. She also commented on some of her powers. And uh, something called the Soul Taker, which is um, pulled from the comics. She has her husband's soul and her sword. And I got to talk to Maceo throughout the film. And yes, of course, that's in the film. But you'll have to wait and see how much of it plays into the movie. Um, She talked a little bit about her stunt work and said, I was really lucky because I was blessed with a great stunt double and stunt coordinator. coordinator, And they taught me all the choreography during pre-production. I was able to do all of my own stunts except for one dive roll, but yeah, all of my but all of my stunts. So yeah, I got to run on the top of a car. I did all of my sword work. It really made a difference when I knew everything from muscle memory, and I didn't have to think about it when the cameras were rolling. So really cool, obviously, when an actor yeah. you know can can sort of what I like to call Tom Cruising it, um, you know, where, <laughs> where the you know the stunt actors or the performers. I will, I'm, I will die for Mission Impossible Eight. <laughs> yeah, it will be worth it. It'll be totally worth it. And the stunt actors are like, we're still getting a paycheck, so you know we'll be over here. Go go for it, man. We'll, we can do it. But if you want to do it. Uh, and then a little bit more, of course, because everybody is talking about Jared Leto um, in, in his Joker role and trying to get more information out of the out of the cast of what he was like. Um, and she just praised him very highly about his portrayal, and um, and you know she kind of confirmed uh, how he went so method on it that she said she had never even met Leto, but only Joker, as we have heard. Uh, has as we have heard, and she said, "I've seen him on set. I've met him. I've introduced myself, but everything has been like ha 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 ha. Hi, pretty, you know." <laughs> and uh, she said, "I'd I'd be like, hi, I'm Karen." He's like, "Ha, you know, just <laughs> just awesome. kind of just kind of staying within it, like you That's know, amazing. Can't can't just be a, an actor off, you know. He's he's fully committed. So I I would love if they just had footage." Of just any of those interactions, like I, I, know, I feel like there probably know, is amazing. a lot of that out there. But because Will Smith said the same that. thing too, right? It's like he goes, "I've never met Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. I just met the Joker." Yeah, exactly. Like how Weirdo. they're just all shooting each other looks because they all bonded so freaking yeah. well. And they're then like, Leto's over like, here being Leto. We're having a birthday party for Killer Croc. <laughs> <laughs> okay, forget it. All right, forget never mind. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. Go. We tried, guys. That's we all right. Tried. We tried. Just send us another rat. It's fine. <laughs> 
Love it. Uh, anyway, a little bit more about Margot Robbie. There, there's been a, a tiny bit of controversy around um, Harley Quinn's outfits and that they were too sexy. Yeah, um, which is kind of hilarious. I think it's ridiculous. Like, like, <laughs> what did you pick expect? up a comic book, dude? Yeah, like, find one comic where she's not dressed in something skin like, tight. She, find me that. Harley Quinn is not a role model. Yeah, exactly. she's an interesting and fun character, yes, yes. but you don't want to grow up to be like her. No, you know. Anyway, no. not the, not the point. The point is, is there's been a little bit of, of blowback about her sexy outfits. <laughs> So Margot Robbie and David Ayer defended them. Uh, this was about. Uh, this was from the New York Times. Um, they published about Margot Robbie. Uh, and so Robbie defended Harley's outfit, saying that Harley's wearing hot pants because they're sparkly and fun, and not because she wanted guys to look at her ass. Um, <laughs> And then she added, as Margot, no, I don't like wearing that. I'm eating burgers at lunchtime. Sure, Margot. Yeah, exactly. Sure, I, I always love it when they say stuff like that. I know. I'm like, you had a bite a of bite. a burger a month ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm eating, maybe. Maybe she's got a great well, she's, metabolism. She's still young. She's, she's in 24, her 20s. right? Yeah, she's in her 20s. Yeah, so maybe she's, not. She's still got a great metabolism. Wait, wait till you're in your 30s. Yeah, you Margo. just wait, Margot. Um, I'm eating burgers <laughs> at lunchtime, and then you go do a scene where you're hosed down and soaking wet in a white t shirt. It's so clinging and you're self-conscious about it. Uh, then David Ayer defended the outfit saying, I didn't think denim overalls would be appropriate for the character and that uh, Miss Robbie understood that it's part of the iconography. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the alternative to this? I know. You know, you're, you're honestly, by not putting her in something at least kind of skimpy or at the very least yeah. the the classic Harley outfit you know yeah. the Harlequin outfit which is skin tight you know yeah. so either way you know you're you're getting that to not do that is um, you know not paying a good tribute to the character and you know I mean we've all been there hosed down and seen soaking wet while on a white t-shirt yeah, you know? every day it's like Every so, day. you know. That's I always do before lunch. Just, yeah, just exactly. Just so, just pull from that and understand where she's coming from, and um, it's fine. And then they mentioned the Suicide Squad sequel, and uh, Margot Robbie said, "I'm not wearing hot pants next time." So <laughs> we'll see about maybe that. Maybe she'll be in the Harlequin outfit. Uh, yeah, that. Hey, that'd be cool. Yeah, her saying, "I'm not wearing hot pants next time," doesn't really mean that she's not going to be dressed sexy or scantily clad. Yeah, by next, any next time, she's going to be in a pantsuit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and is going to be a lawyer. Full she's going to Allie McBeal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alec McBeal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, I'd still, I'd still watch it. I would watch I'd Harley w- Quinn in the courtroom. I'd watch the that's crap a TV out show. Come on, David E. Kelly, make it happen. <laughs> uh, so moving on to a little bit of Wonder Woman. Uh, so there was an image that came out a few weeks ago of uh, Wonder Woman and some of the ladies of Themyscira. Yeah, uh, the, the Amazonians. There. Yes, yes. So, um, what did you think of this image? I think it's amazing. I love it. It's incredible. I man. love it. And and like they always do, they released this image right before they were shooting outdoors because then there were tons and tons of spy pics of um, of, of footage and shots on Themyscira of yes. all the Amazons. Yes, and they look amazing. Like it, it, it it's just the right of kind of otherworldly fantasy element but still kind of grounded i think it looks great yeah um, it kind of hits those lord of the rings notes where it's like you know the technology and all that stuff hasn't quite uh, taken hold you know even though it's yeah. out there they kind of are more in the traditional way even though you know they're obviously on the same planet where guns and all these things exist mm. and and you know, it's great. It's like they're they're warriors. Yeah, you know, they and they live by. And them. I was really impressed with how Robin Wright looks. Dig, yeah. I, I mean, mean, she's. I mean, she's always been a beautiful woman. Yeah. Like, but like, uh, you know, she's not young anymore. No. And so I kind of expected her to be playing a more 
a less physical role. Yeah. Because she's, you know, she's getting older. Yeah. And you see this picture and she's like full on badass. Yeah. Like yeah. it's amazing. Like, well, it's like Diane Lane, you know? It's yeah. kind of like her. It's like in ba- in BVS, uh, my friends were commenting like, "I felt so bad for her. they she looks so old." I'm like, "Well, they she made is look, older, they but made they her made her look, her yeah. look older." Yeah. She, so she on looks purpose, way better. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't look like that. She looks that. amazing in in out of character. Exactly. Yeah. But to your point, they could have done that with Robin Wright and yeah. played her up and and kind of aged her just to have that, but it's like, well, she she hits the gym and she you know keeps yeah. keeps in in shape and good health obviously I mean um, she's one of those actresses that I feel like she looks like a totally different actress now like that she's older yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like when I think about her younger and like a little bit more yeah she does not face. look she does not look like Princess Buttercup anymore no no no, no but like. She looks good. No, she looks just amazing. in her own new way. It was almost it's almost like a de, uh, Demi Moore kind of thing where it was like when she yeah. came back everyone was like you're hot. I'm like that's Demi Moore. Like that doesn't even look like the same person. So, uh good for her, you know. Yeah. She looks amazing. I can't wait to see um you know, And all the Amazons do. They yeah, all do. It looks great. They, yeah, they they all fit and uh man, Wonder Woman especially in that um you know, it's kind of her fighting garb, her training garb, it looks like. Well, you know? yeah. Yeah, exactly. Da- the down-to-business kind of stuff. Her warrior non-Wonder Woman. Her Diana, or, yeah, Princess yeah. of the Mascara. Yeah. Warrior garb. Like, the, the business attire, right? Like, right. this is getting down to business. Like, not much flair here. Just, you know, brass tacks. Right. Uh, so, so, loving that. Uh, what was this next one? Oh, talking about um, a Wonder Woman. And uh, Gal Gadot commented a little bit about uh, the movie uh, in advance, and she said, it's very interesting, it has moments of humor, but it's actually pretty dark. Um, we go back 100 years to when she's uh, Wonder Woman is more naive. She's this young idealist, she's pure, very different to the experienced, super confident, grown-up woman you've seen. So um, my guess is that we'll see a lot of formative mm. um, uh, story light line that, you know, as as most of these uh, heroes, they go through tragedy and darkness to become who they are. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking we're going to get a lot of that uh, in this movie, which is fantastic. You know. Yeah. I think that that just deepens the character. And well, yeah. It sounds like you know you're going to see naive Diana, but then she ends up in the middle of World War One, which is going to be enough to toughen anyone up. Right. And as she commented in in Batman v Superman, you know, they decided to leave the world of man because of that darkness. So yeah. So it's like pretty sure we're going to get. A good amount of that in that movie. So, yeah. um, and so, they actually they moved up the release date a few weeks. I yeah, mean, that was another yeah. piece. That, June second. Now. Yeah. So they they moved it out of the way of Transformers. Transformers. Damn you, Michael Bay. Man. But the, on the plus side, we get it three weeks early. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm happy about so it. So we're good. But you win this round, Transformers. Yeah, damn it. Gosh. Um, but, I mean, it's fine. I think it, it was the smart move. <laughs> I it, think they, they just probably had the room to do it, uh, yeah. I mean, clearly. And they're like, well, you know, we don't know why they moved the same weekend as us. But, yeah. you know, there's a good chance that there's a lot of draw for the uh, for the same kind of audience. Yeah, so, so, you know, they just... We'll move it out of the way. They moved it out of the way. So June 2nd, 2017. Cannot wait. Yes. Uh, and then a, a new... A new cast member for Wonder Woman. Looks like Gal Gadot is not the only model in the movie. Um, former Victoria's Secret model and uh, current model, Doubtson Kroos, has joined the cast as well. She'll be playing another Amazon of Themyscira. Well done on that name pronunciation. I don't know if that's right. Yeah. Uh, but she's been posting photos from Italy on social media, which is where Wonder Woman is currently shooting. Um 
And then Gal Gadot and her her Wonder Woman mother, her screen mother, Connie yeah. Nielsen, posted some Instagram photos as well to confirm that Crows has a role as an Amazon warrior. And yes. then there were some other set photos that came out yesterday or the day before. Oh, really? Of Gal Gadot. <coughs> uh, it looks oh, like yeah, in present day. Correctly. I know. In, in present day. Um, and like walking by like a truck that has a Wayne Enterprises logo on it. So everybody's so, like, is she in Gotham? Where, where, where is she? So, anyway. Hey, you know, I just, I love that. Man, we're, we're so easy sometimes. I know. They just like, well, there's a truck there. So do we just put a Wayne, yeah, you know, Enterprises exactly. logo on there? And like, yes, please. So we'll and all like, freak ah! and we'll all lose our minds. <laughs> please do. Uh, moving on to a little bit of uh, Justice League news. So obviously we're getting a little bit more um, ramp up to Justice League with the lead-ins and tie-ins from BVS and knowing it's all leading to that point. And uh, another addition to the cast – actually, I should go over this other one first because it's a little bit older. But um, J.K. Simmons a few weeks back was added onto the cast to play – Gordon. So, Commissioner Gordon has been recast. Did we actually? I feel like maybe it came. Crap. I can't remember. I don't remember it came either. Out. I feel like we I talked about it. I don't remember if we've it. talked about it on this show or not. Yeah. But, anyways, you, <laughs> if, chances are if you like Batman at all, you knew it. You knew this. Um, and it's amazing. It was, it's amazing. We all love it. I think we did talk about it. We Yeah, we talked about his and how he can play up and down, like very comedically and super intense roles. Um, so. He, he's going to have that charisma that's going to be awesome uh, to play James Gordon. Um, it was pretty funny that he he said, uh, my part in the first one is very small. I'm excited to be playing that iconic character and that iconic series. Uh, my guess is no matter how little he's actually in the movie, to say that his part in it is small is pretty hilarious. It'll like, be a scene or two. Yeah, you know, it's I- like... Come on. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, even if you're in there for a short while, it's going to be a pretty important thing. Uh, he, he's His character, Gordon, is just one of those characters that is that way now that uh, Batman fans demand to know what is happening with Gordon. Uh, but the more recent news that was uh, added on was uh, Willem Dafoe has been added to the cast of Justice League. Yeah. So it's a pretty big one. He's a huge fan cast. For years and years that people have gone, you know, God, this guy would people make wanted it a him to be the amazing Joker. Forever. People yeah. wanted him to be the Joker forever. And I, I agree was look 20, is, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think he's kind of past that, but um, I think he's I, an amazing actor. Yeah, well, it's funny because actually when I think about the age of, of Ben Affleck and, and Bruce Wayne that he's playing... Initially, if before we knew Leto yeah. was playing, I could have seen him playing yeah, that older so. Joker. You know, so, yeah. if we were going more uh, the Dark Knight Returns, because they're both much older, and and to see that more kind of calculated, calm, older Joker like the the Dark Knight Returns had, you know, I could mm-hmm. see him playing that because yeah. he, he, I think he's at his best when he goes. You know, he's very calm and yeah. driven, and then he builds to that insanity. So, um, regardless... And, and all that's terrific. Yeah. Except he's playing except, a good guy. Except he's playing a good guy, apparently. So, so <laughs> you know, maybe he'll go insane in a good way, you know? Yes. But, hey, he was, a good, he was a good guy in Boondock Saints, too, and he was a pretty crazy good guy in that. I mean, he was not straight-laced by any means. Uh, so, all the same, uh, everybody, I think, uh, unanimously... I don't know a person that doesn't like Willem Dafoe as an actor. Um, yeah. So I think everybody is really excited about that. But yes, the the only news that we have is that he is going to be playing a good guy. 
Um, but we don't really know any more than that. Do you have a fan casting or a speculation, Andy, about this? I, I don't. The, the well, okay. My 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 guess is uh, General Sam Lane. Interesting. Okay. Because I'm trying to think Justice League. Yeah. What DC quote unquote good guy would have a big enough part yeah. that's not necessarily a superhero right. that would need to be involved, and so that's what I came to. Usually, these military roles it exactly. Seems to there's be where there's usually people. some because you think about like uh, Christopher Maloney's role in Man of Steel, exactly. Like how important that role yes. was, and it wasn't you know, and it was a good guy, but it was it was kind of he's not out fighting crime, yeah. but he is he is the leader of of man, right? Essentially. Exactly. There's got to be some sort of authority on the government. Government side, yeah, and so that was that's what I jumped to. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think it uh, that that is what comes to mind because obviously anything too radical doesn't really make too much sense to yeah. me um, quite yet. Uh, without without knowing more about where the story is going, I mean, I think uh, thinking Justice League. If I if we didn't know he was going to be a good guy, I would be like, oh well, he's going to be like. Uh, you know, Catwoman, uh, yeah, Catwoman, obviously, obviously. yeah, he's got yeah. the legs for it. Yeah, well, he he could. We've seen those legs in a dress. I mean, he could do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but basically, I could see him being like Dark Side. You know, uh, not Dark Side himself, but um, uh, uh, like Desaad or yeah, or like a, Steppenwolf or one of exactly. one of Dark Side's minions. Uh, yeah. yeah, one of his main lead-in guys, yeah, or yeah. you know, kind of to to build the momentum of that character. But um, knowing that he is a Apparently going to be a good guy. It's very difficult for me to place him, and I think that's probably one of the highest roles I can think of. That's not a superhero role. Is is you know a representative of man in some respect. So mm-hmm. I, I would have to agree with you there. So yeah. So we've got um, Norman Osborn, Willem Dafoe, and then we've got J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, <laughs> It just these bro- Spider-Man it, movies aren't working out. So it just broke, <laughs> what do you guys got? It going just out broke this morning that Rosemary Harris will indeed be Poison Ivy. So <laughs> I am really looking forward to it. I think she's going to be terrific. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, it's. You think she she can do it, right? She's, she can, oh, she's she got still, range. Yeah, the lady's got range. <laughs> oh my she's going to be terrific. I'd still be happy with a Poison Ivy. Um, I'd be like, well, you know, it's, it's Poison Ivy. That's it's a new take. It's extreme, yeah. but you know. I, I had to jump over the obvious Tobey Maguire joke because everyone made that. Of last course, week. of course, so, yeah. Insert that. Rosemary that's... Harris is going to be great. <laughs> you got to insert that Tobey Maguire like smarmy face right. from Spider-Man Three right in there. That's right. very exciting. The obvious one. Uh, so no, it'll be really cool to see who Defoe is playing because he's fantastic. And then of course J.K. Simmons is Gordon. How can you not love that? Yeah, exactly. He he. There's uh, some interviews with him talking about it in the comic books, but we won't get into that. You can read those online um, to get his opinions on things, but obviously he's very excited about yeah. the role. Another good guy that I can't wait to see on the big screen, mm-hmm. Aquaman. Yeah. Jason Momoa. We saw him a little bit. Yeah. We saw him a little bit. Saw him, saw him for a moment. Pretty briefly. Pretty briefly. Uh, Got a couple action figures yeah. for that moment. <laughs> for that one... Jettison yeah, through the sea. That quick little thing. But uh, he is just so psyched to be doing Justice League. Yeah. And honestly, like any Justice League updates we're getting are from his and uh, uh, Ray. Ray. Mm. What the you hell know, is I'm Ray's name? Oh my Cyborg. god, Cyborg. Um, uh, uh, it's early. Is it with an F? Ray Fisher. Thank Fisher. You. Yes. yes. Thank you, Ray Fisher. I, I kept wanting to say Ray Palmer. 
Oh. But that's the atom. And oh. I, and it's my brain yes. is not working. They look so similar, though. That's the same difference. <laughs> but yeah, Jason Momoa and Ray Fisher are out there, you know, like yeah. Instagramming photos together and stuff, and that's super cool. Which is so great. So Momoa, uh, just similar to the same thing, he just uh, posted a photo on Instagram from Warner Brothers Studios Leavesden. He wrote, Aloha Kakahiaki. Kakahiaka. Kakahiaka, yeah. Aloha Kakahiaka. Which is Hawaiian for good morning. Uh, and he ended his message with ready, let's go, AC. Which, you know, Arthur Curry. Yeah. So or air conditioning. Maybe he loves air conditioning. Or it's really hot there. Yeah. And he, he loves yeah. air People conditioning. People love air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's, from a he's a big island. fan of AC Slater. Oh. From Saved by the yeah, Bell. Yeah, good morning. It thought. turns out the Justice League is the code name for the Saved by the Bell big screen movie. <laughs> I mean, and Momoa's playing Slater. Didn't, didn't we have a Saved by the Bell, like some kind of a... Ca- oh, no. I'm thinking, uh, what is it? We had Jason Priestley we were talking about. That's not the same thing. That's 90210. That's 90210. It's get, not even close. Get it together. I know, but I was just thinking of 90s actor heartthrobs yeah. alright I was on that level so uh, yes yeah, so Jason Momoa thank you for all your updates and um, especially you in front of Warner Brothers wearing your crazy pants uh, yes. because I love that it's just I'm like this is Jason Momoa like this it was just one of those guys that like is probably the most intimidating one of the most intimidating people ever and then you you see him and he's probably wearing the goofiest stuff ever and you're like well because he can, he can. because he'll kill you if he you can. say anything bad about it uh, so I think he looks terrific he, Jamie. I didn't. So if you're listening, Jamie was the one making fun I, of the pants. I love, I love the pants. Did you hear? I think the pants are terrific. I would wear those pants. To die by Jamie your Jamie hates Momoa. the pants. Okay, I hate the pants. It, it would be uh, a good death is a reward in itself, right? <laughs> As we've learned. Uh, so moving on from Justice League to Lego Batman. Uh, so they are kind of hitting the. Uh, in the internet lately. It's been a couple weeks, I think, since these trailers came out, uh, but they had two Lego Batman trailers in one week. Um, I think one was sort of just a play off the other. They were, well, no, they were, they were two like, separate, they were two separate trailers. Yeah. One was a Batcave yes. trailer, and one yeah. was a Wayne Manor trailer. Oh, right, yes. Um, and they were, they were, they were super fun. Yeah. And I, I saw one of them in the theater. I saw the, yeah, the Wayne Manor but one. But I've seen the movie five times. And I've only seen the Lego Batman trailer before one of them. Yeah, the first screwing, screening, why? Uh, I think the one we saw together was when we saw that clip, maybe. Maybe. I don't know, but I think it was the... But I just know I had to watch them both online. Right. Because they were not showing when I was going to the theaters. Which seems strange. Um, But, I mean, you know, there's nothing super deep to dig into other than that they're they're fun and they're funny and they're silly. And what I love about both trailers is that they... They celebrate the cinematic history of Batman yes. and give little shout outs to every cinematic Literally Batman. visuals of the like yeah. no, this is the one we're talking about. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah, they they a little shot of the bat nipples in yeah, the chair. They had to. They had to. And so it's hilarious. I love it. And even like one of like the studio that brought you Batman, Batman Returns, Batman eighty nine, <laughs> or not sorry. Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, yeah. blah, 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 and goes through every yeah. single one. And that weird one in the 60s. And that weird one in the 60s. <laughs> so, um, Which this one's going to be the weird one in the 2000s, because oh, yeah. it is it is the right ma- amount of celebration of, you know, Batman's seriousness, as we saw in the other, in the Lego movie, um, you know, and everybody's sort of being like, yeah, we get it, you know, you're a cool guy, kind of thing. Um, so... I, I could just feel my. Uh, I was laughing, but it was like my little inner little kid laugh was like yeah. laughing so hard at him 
flipping out on the floor and going, no, 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 no. Yeah. (laughs) And Alfred just kind of dealing with it. Uh, So can't wait to see that, man. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Just one of the many incarnations of Batman. Yeah. So this year we get two Batman movies. Next year we get two Batman movies. It's crazy. But one's a Lego Batman movie. Yeah. I'll take it. But it counts. I don't care. Yeah, it counts. It counts. It counts. If it, 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 all else fails, put Batman in front of it, you know? If it's... No I, rem- what- I remember the wait between Batman and Batman Returns. It was long and excruciating. Yeah. Because I was a kid, it was even longer. Oh, of course. And now, you only got to wait a few months and there's another Batman I movie. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, and not to mention... We're blessed. Even, hashtag uh, blessed. Yeah, hashtag Hashtag blessed. Uh, not to mention another movie that has Batman in it, the same Batman that we've already seen, you know? Suicide Squad. Well, I was counting so. that. Oh, you were counting that. I was okay. counting that. Okay, it counts sorry. as a Batman movie. Yeah. Batman's in it. That's Joker's what I mean. in it. Harley Quinn's right. in it. Okay. Killer Croc's in it. Exactly. Batman movie. Put Celeste put Batman at the front. That's we right. have learned that for DC has taught us well. Uh, so another Batman movie that's also coming out there this year. So, so a third, actually. Uh, the Killing Joke trailer has been released online. Uh, so we had a little bit of a lead-in a few uh, about a month ago, kind of detailing the making of The Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we finally have a full-fledged trailer out of The Killing Joke. Uh, what do you think of it? Ugh. Andy, have you seen it? I have seen it. <laughs> I knew you had. I have seen it. I, um, I, yeah, I, I, I just did like kind of an in-depth breakdown on Holy Backcast. So check oh, that out. well, how timely. You know, just so you know. <laughs> just for you know. Um, but honestly, I liked it. I didn't love it. And yeah. I, what I like about it is I really like the Joker's design. I really like how faithful it appears to be. Mm-hmm. I like some of the the shots and the moodiness of it. Yes. What I don't like about it is the animation feels choppy. Yeah, it feels clunky. It feels clunky. Especially considering the people working on it. It's like, we know these guys know how to do... Yeah. And this is a very big budget, big deal animated movie. Yeah. And Batman's design, I'm not crazy about. Yeah. He looks weird. Yeah. Joker looks great. Batman, eh. Batman, they went more with... It kind of looks like Batman Year One. He's got kind of his ears point out a yeah, little bit. Yeah, like they bow out, and it's and and it's really distracting. Yeah, and I I didn't remember it being. It's been a while since I've read The Killing Joke, honestly. But um, I reread it pretty recently, and then I'm gonna of course reread it again because of this movie. But, yeah, um, you know, it is the long-eared Batman. But it it's is not but like, the... and I, and I pulled up a frame, and in the comic they bow out a tiny bit. Yeah. But na- not this to the like point. Noticeably. But they, yeah, but like they did it so much in this in the animation that I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, it's yeah, weird. it's it is a little strange. It's like sort of an amalgamation of, of things, and and we know that they have, they had to do that anyway because, um, you know, they talked about how uh, the Killing Joke, gosh, and the artist's name is escaping me now. Um, is it Boland? Bo- Brian Boland? Yes, Boland. Yes, um, his renderings of or wait, was Boland? Yeah, am I? Am I- I don't know. Is it the, if not, we'll hear keep, about it. Yeah, exactly. We will. Uh, sorry, we can't. I can't think of the name. We were just talking about it yesterday. His renderings are so beautiful in The Killing Joke. Um, so they knew that they couldn't reach that level in an animated movie, uh, which is understandable. So they dumbed it down. So it's um, a representation. Uh, but it yeah, is Brian not. Bullen. It is Brian Bolin. Okay, sorry. I was like freaking out there. Uh, you know how I am with names. Really good. Really, uh, really I, good I just, I knock it out of the park. Um, so, that being said, they knocked it down so that it was achievable and a good tribute, but you're right. The 
the animation feels clunky. It feels like the in-betweens are missing. Yes. Yes. Like, absolutely. It's just not smooth. It's not fluid. And, yeah. And <clears throat> so, you know, to, to to notice that, to have that be a standout thing. Yeah. And, and I know you that, and I hadn't even talked about yeah. it. So I know that a lot of people, I think, are feeling that. Yeah. And I know that we're not the only ones to have noticed. Like, Because no. on, on Batcast, uh, J- the other Jamie, it, yeah. I said nothing. And he goes... Is there something off about this to you? And I'm yeah. like, yes, yeah. yes, there is. And then even you know online, I've seen comments of like, what is going on with the animation with this thing? Yeah. So it's not just us. Um, There's I, I'm hoping that it's like, it's the compression on the trailer somehow jacked it up, or I just I just hope that that's not the finished one because I'm like, eh, it's gonna really distract and take away from my enjoyment of the movie. Yeah. Well, the the timeline in this, you know, as we discussed before, I thought I didn't realize this was coming out so soon and I know the timeline is really tight Well, on it was it. announced at last Comic-Con yeah. and so, it comes out this Comic-Con. Yeah, so a year so a to year. make an animated movie, especially one that they really had to work on the script a lot because yeah. they were well, it's an adaptation and they added some Batgirl stuff and you know, so that that was a lot of that their time even developing that. So to to execute an animated movie um, after that <clears throat> is is really challenging. So my hope is that what we're seeing is sort of the beats, um, mm-hmm. what they refer to as the animation beats, uh, which is the the, the main uh, really important frames in the movie um, without all the in betweens because often these movies in betweens are actually vendored out to yeah. other studios. Um, so maybe all the in-betweens of Batman walking and all those things we're, we've seen are coming back from Korea or something right, right now. Right. Uh, and so we're missing that fluid animation, but they know it's getting close, so they've got to release stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it <laughs> it doesn't... I, I doubt it. I doubt it. That's my hope, but I doubt yeah. it. It feels like this is it, and it just feels like a little too anime, you know? Yeah. Not, not to dis-anime, but, you know... I guess uh, TV production anime because so many animes are right. made. They have to make them very cheaply, and this is the kind of animation you sort of get. This is not that kind of a budget, um, while is, it is that kind of a yeah, schedule. Which is so weird, though, because all the other animated films, the animation is usually great. Beautiful. Like, it's not usually an issue. And, and those are really regular. So, so of yeah. all the ones to cut corners on, the killing joke shouldn't be the one. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. too important. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's the one where you pony up a little extra money because it's the killing joke yeah it's one of those ones it doesn't have to be incredible it just needs to hit a certain standard and there are moments in it that do like sure like like the shot of the joker right before he shoots barbara in the yeah. hat with the shadow over his eyes uh-huh. like perfect like yeah. well done or the yeah. shot of the joker when he emerges as the joker that's now the famous cover image mm-hmm. of the killing joke like that nailed it like yeah. so there are those things that in the trailer that are amazing yeah that you go oh that's what it should be sure and then it cuts to a shot it's elsewhere most, it's where you're like batman stuff yeah I like where, where you're like whoa what, but what's going on there yeah yeah so kind of a bummer uh, so hopefully you know okay you know worst case scenario it is that way and the story is so good we just don't care i get over it, um yeah. but you know at the same time it's like when you see, when you, you know that kind of animation can be done. When uh, in a movie like, have you ever seen Akira? I know this is kind of off. But I never have. No. It's it's from the '80s, and it is one of the most fluid animations you've ever seen. And mm. so when you see something like that from the '80s, and then you see the profile of a movie like this today, and it's like that looks crazy hyper real, and this looks kind of clunky, noticeably yeah. clunky. It's kind of a letdown. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but um, we're excited all the same. Can't wait yeah, to see. Yeah, I mean, what can't it, wait to see it. it and, and absolutely going to give it 
the story is king. That's the most. Yeah. yeah the mo- the most important thing is they get the story right. Um, but uh, you know, it's a bummer a little bit. So, anyways. That's the news for this week. Yeah. Um, and what to do, what to do. Because so we have, we, have, we have tons of listener feedback, and we have a little time. So we're going to get through a few of them, but I, I don't think we'll get through all of them. Yeah. So we'll start. We'll see what we can do. Yes. Um, but we appreciate all of the feedback, and <clears throat> it's, it's part of our fault for being gone. Yeah. Um, first one comes from Dylan Madalena. Dylan says, God, thank you guys for being positive. Grace at Beyond the Trailer is the only other person I've been able to find who is a fan of the movie and also happy with it. I certainly felt the title fight should have been more like the conflict between Daredevil and Punisher. Um, that's what I felt we were told this would be in all the marketing, and I had thoughts about the intelligent people at Netflix, at Netflix releasing their show one week before BVS, seeing as how it would basically be the same philosophical battle. One goes too far, and the other one doesn't do enough. How astute, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> For our purposes, one is an alien who could, if he wanted to, burn the whole place down, and the other goes over the line. Batman's motivations were clear and well laid out, I thought. Um, and there were seeds of why Superman wanted to confront Batman, the argument with Perry White, and his first meeting with Bats. <laughs> That's a long parenthesis yeah, line. A lot of, uh, in the end, these possible motivations were flipped for a Lex Luthor plot point. By the way, why in the world would, was Lex willing to throw away his freedom, fortune, and his company to create Doomsday and possibly lead a world-conquering god to Earth? I think it's fine. Maybe we'll find out more. On some level, I like movies to stand on their own, but that's a personal preference. That said, I also appreciate the idea of a connected universe. Really, guys, I like this movie. Batman was absolutely fantastic. I had to see it twice to wrap my head around how I was so far off base with my assumptions, and the second viewing was a whole lot more enjoyable. I've yet to see NIMAX, so the third viewing is definitely happening. Despite the little issues, mostly springing from my heavy expectations and knowledge of the characters, I liked this. Can't wait to see more. Bring it on. Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Flash, Justice League, etc. There's so much in store. Thanks again for being, being positive. I needed it. Dylan Madalena. So, um, I, don't, there's, I don't know if there's really a question in there. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of these are just commentary. Uh, I On guess, the movie, yeah. yeah the, the one, the one point uh, that I guess we could address is why was Lex willing to throw away his freedom, fortune, and company to create Doomsday and possibly lead a world conquering god to Earth? Well, I think the one thing that they laid out very well is that Lex is uses his company as uh, a vehicle to do whatever his purpose is. Right, he is not. He did not create LexCorp. You know, that yeah, yeah. that he stand he's standing on the shoulders of his father, who he clearly hates. Um, and so he uses that you know, they very clearly paint the picture that he is there to upset the status quo. He's not wearing suits, he doesn't care. He's you know, he shoves a cherry jolly rancher in a guy's mouth who has like more power than you know, probably most of the people in Metropolis. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, I think he if, doesn't care about if, that business. Yeah, side exactly. Of if one thing is clear in this movie is that his priority is not LexCorp. No, LexCorp is mean, not means to an end. Yeah. So it's not like he's content with being like, oh, I'm rich and I'm famous and I can yeah. just you know wait out the clock. No, like he wants to use that that rich and that notoriety that you know the to the fame, yeah, the, and, and everything that he has yeah, to. Gain more power and take down the ones in power that he doesn't feel deserve it. Exactly. He he knows that he he is intelligent. He feels that he is a, a pinnacle of man. Especially, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he doesn't care about those things. He doesn't care about 
you know, he uses the monetary stuff and the power to do, you know, even to the point where he goes up on that stage and tries to give a speech and he's so caught up in his own head that he doesn't makes a horrible speech. Um, but he doesn't care because he's just, he's more into the philosophy of life and power and corruption and all of these greater themes. He does not care whether he dies. He doesn't, I mean, without a thought, he goes into Zod's ship or the Kryptonian ship Goes into that, starts immediately taking over, creating doomsday. Because I mean, that's like, the that's the power that's he's just, truly interested. Exactly, that's, that's the real power he's interested in. Yeah, it's it, you know it's it's said perfectly where he says those with the knowledge don't have the power. Right. Yes. He he has the knowledge now. He wants the power. Yeah. And that's what drives him. Exactly. So I think and I when it says why would he give up his freedom? I don't think he ever thought he was going to have to give up his freedom. Yeah. He yeah. he was going to get away with it. He yes. always knew he was going to get away with it. Yeah. He that comes with being. The cocky bastard that he is, well, is he thinks that he is above the law. He very and, tactfully set it up so yeah. that it, it, he wouldn't be caught for it. Right, and, and that's why he's mani- trying to manipulate the government, and he's trying to manipulate everyone, and yeah. he never thought that he would get caught. No. So, well, that's I, why he used Wally uh, uh, to to create the bomb and just happened to not be there. I mean, it, it sort of points to him, but oh, it's yeah, like... Yeah. He exactly. set a bomb well, in the room, but he used a disgruntled former yeah. employee, you know, who was pissed off and had an agenda to be like, "Well, no, this guy is the one." It, who that's did the this. crazy. That's He's the, the one crazy. Who did that. yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I think that, and uh, most people don't even know that Lex and Wally had any connection. Right, exactly. That was all done behind closed doors. Yeah. yeah. So the, the everyone only thought that, that everyone thought that he was acting on his own. Yeah. The only person that would have suspected it died in that room. Right. So so uh, so yeah. Just to address that, uh, but thank you, Dylan, for that feedback. Uh, we agree wholeheartedly. I think for most of that, and we love the movie. So um, next is listener Odavius, a regular writer. Uh, he writes: Great art doesn't come without a risk. Great art is misunderstood. Have the balls. Though pe- even though people will hate you for it. Great quote. Uh, well, guys, here we are in the aftermath of the release, and while the reviews from critics are over- overwhelmingly negative, it's not a perfect movie, but failure or epic disaster, absolutely not. I felt the movie was good, but not great yet. Bear in mind, I've only seen the movie one time. There are things that I had issue with, but nothing that has me fuming with anger over what Zack Snyder has done with these versions of the characters. I don't believe there's ever been or will be a definitive version of these characters when there is such a rich and diverse history. Agreed. Not going to mention spoilers, but Batman does some things that many would consider out of character and against his principles. I think we know what you're talking about, but it didn't bother me like... I thought it would. Ben was good in this movie. I left wanting to see more of his backstory. Same with Gal Gadot. Gadot, I want more Wonder Woman. Now, Henry Cavill was left to carry most of the emotional weight of the mo- of the story, and I felt he did good as well. The overall cast did a great job. This is an epic film in scope and visuals that I believe will take time to grow on people, but I understand this is the ADHD generation that wants instant gratification. What I don't understand is the absolute hatred for this movie and Zack Snyder as a filmmaker. Most of the criticism comes from people who have never been under the pressure of building a film with a major movie studio and are just voicing their opinion just as I am in this post. You have a vision you want to express as well as studio execs telling you what they need you to do in order to get a finished product. This film was completed months ago, and Warner knew that they had well what they had well in advance of the release. There are those, as you mentioned, that fold their arms in disdain before a single frame of film unspools because they don't like Zack Snyder or they are Marvel fanboys who want the movie to fail. I'm not worried about those people. It's the general audience, casual film goers who will make or break this film in the coming weeks. I hope the movie reaches a financial goal. Warner Brothers is confident enough to stay the course and not be swayed by the negative. There's more I want to say, but I will leave it here for now. Jamie and Andy, I'm so glad I discovered this podcast as a voice of positivity for the fans. 
of not only the DCEU, but Batman as well. For the fans of this representation, please don't ever feel discouraged for liking or loving these films, and be vocal to those who spew negativity. Uh, fantastic, Audavius. Yeah, agreed all around. Um, love the movie, as we've said. If you love it, hate it. If you hate it, it's fine. You have a right to your opinion. Um, but yeah, I think there is definitely something to be said uh, about, as we've commented, this is a generation of people who love to hate, and especially those who don't create um, are seem to be the most vocally loud because I think people who have put themselves out there have put something on the line you know put a drawing on the wall for somebody to critique or written a story uh, to give to a professor to critique they understand the weight that comes with that and the responsibility um, that Zack Snyder had and Warner Brothers had to represent these characters and that none of them went into this going well I don't give a damn I'm going to make mm, what I want. Right, right. There was an extreme amount of responsibility and and uh, that they felt honored to be a part of. Um, so, so as we've commented before, it's unfortunate when people don't get it, um, but it didn't come for lack of trying. To yeah, quote Alfred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no. It's you know it's it's a, it's, a, it's an old adage. Nobody sets out to make a bad movie. Exactly. Um, and and I don't and I don't think this is a bad movie. And that's no. and that's just it. Is and I kind of agree with a lot of things that you're saying, Audavius. Is that you know yes, there are some issues, but it's not a terrible movie. It's not a disaster. There's a lot to like, and so it, it is crazy how uh, a lot of people don't want to give credit where credit is due and just want to throw out the entire thing as crap. And it's, it's not crap. No, it's. it's I love it. It's great. I, I love it. I so. keep going back to what Brian said. It's like every time he was getting into discussions about uh, the movie with people, and he's like, I just feel like we saw a different movie. And I'm like, that is – I totally – I think that outlines it. It's yeah. like I get what you're saying, but I just – I didn't. it didn't – wasn't a sticking point, for, I think, for all of us, you mm-hmm. know, uh, here. And and so it's like we get the points, but it's just strange that it's it's so disparaging in, in the opposite. Um, yeah. Anyways. So anyway, Davies, we're glad you liked it. Thank you for uh, your thoughts on the film. We appreciate that. Moving on to the next uh, message here comes from Austin Sweeney. Austin says, thanks so much for giving this positive and well-informed report. Huge fan of your show and your understanding of my favorite detective and fictional character. The negative reviews have been frustrating to read, mostly because the critiques convey little to no knowledge or appreciation of the source material and how Snyder brings it to life. I share in your frustrations of critics trashing Martha being the connection that ends the fight. I was blown away by that move and could not think of any better way to unite those two. Agree fully with you that Ben Affleck hit a home run in almost the same way uh, that <clears throat> that Heath Ledger dis- Heath Ledger disappeared into the Joker. <coughs> For most of the movie, I forgot that it was Ben Affleck I was watching. Super pumped to see his Batman, Bruce quarterback the G- Justice League, menace the Suicide Squad, and have his own solo film. Also, totally agree with the comment at the end of the show about expecting Aquaman to show up while Lois while Lois was swimming for the spear. I was fully expecting him to just pop out and deliver it too. <laughs> Would have been pretty cool. I also got super excited when a horse rode by in that scene that showed the end of the Man of Steel destruction from Bruce's perspective. Totally was hoping Bruce would mount the horse and ride it into danger as a nod to Batman on the horse in The Dark Knight Returns. Maybe next time, uh, the I Believe You line said to KG Beast and Alfred's line about Bruce drinking the Wayne family wine cellar dry were super satisfying nods to The Dark Knight Returns as well. Totally. (laughs) It would have been funny to see him mount the horse and ride like the two feet because he was right there. He was there. Uh, But But, uh, uh, agreed. Right. Acknowledged. Um, Gosh, what to say? Yeah, you know, uh, we agree with you. Yeah, most of these are not questions. They're just commentary. 
uh, on these things. I was going to say something, and now I've forgotten what it was. Um, oh, I, I, I guess what I was going to say is I've seen the movie with people who don't know the source material. Yeah. And it's actually funny because some of those things, um, namely uh, one of the things that I love about it, the suit and the armored suit, mm-hmm. um, these girls that I saw it with, they're like, I saw him in an armor suit. I'm like, what the hell is this, Tron? And I was just laughing because I'm like, it's so funny that you say that because you have no reference to the source material. They've only seen the Batman movies. So that is yeah. a very weird Batman suit. But I'm like, it literally is the like a tr- just straight from the page of The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And a lot of those things. Well, that- and here's the thing. And, and this is something I will agree with. And, and honestly, it's funny. It's a little nitpick I have. But no one else seems to have this issue with it. Is like I wish they had set up the suit in the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you know, it sort of just happens. The, yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, he's just wearing it. Yeah, and there's no mention of it. There's no him creating it. There's nothing. You get so, the idea that Alfred is working on it. I need the suit, is what he says. You know. Oh well, no. That's even just. I still reference think to he means. The, I think he yeah, just means the right, Batman suit. Right. So so yes, I do think that there should have been a moment where, like in that montage where he's hammering out, out the suit. Yeah. Uh, so I do think it's odd that the, the armored suit just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. My guess is that it was set up mm-hmm. in the extended cut because that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that. Like yeah. for somebody who doesn't know the source material, yeah. they're like, now he's in armor? Where, yeah. where did that come yeah. from? Yeah. Um, but what's funny is most people seem to have just accepted it and they're just they're just they're okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those and those people actually that didn't know the source material, they, I think, appreciated the movie and the scale of a lot of it because – you know, which is I think is very funny too, because a lot of the people who love this movie, it's they acknowledge the source material and that being such a strength and and the acknowledgement of those things. But a lot of people are like, well, no, that's not enough as a movie; it doesn't stand. But then the people I saw it with were like, well, that's actually why I liked it, it was because it's different. Uh-huh. I'm like it's, it's again all over the place. So um, should we do one more? Or? Yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's do uh, Eric. Eric. Yeah. yeah, we have so many. Yeah, have- Sorry, guys, if we didn't get to yours, we'll uh, get to you. It's not that we don't love you. It's just uh, we'll try not to take three weeks off and get back to you then. But we'll we will get to you. Um, so one last one from Eric Kruer. Uh Eric writes, "Hey guys, I thought I would write to share my experience with BBS. I actually went dark starting on the Monday before release and successfully avoided any type of review from the web, Twitter, Facebook, etc. I only listened to this and the Batman News podcast and was happy to hear that the initial responses were great." Seeing BVS was a big moment for me. I've been following this movie like many others since its announcement. I've never followed something so closely anticipated a movie in my life. I love this movie, guys. I was able to put aside a lot of the expectations I had made in my mind and was able to enjoy it thoroughly. As the credits were rolling, I finally went to the web to see the reaction. I was absolutely shocked at what I was seeing and, like Andy, felt bad to a degree for liking it so much. My wife and I discussed it on the way home and after the after the first viewing... I felt like there were some scenes that felt out of order. However, I saw the film again the next morning with a fellow Batman enthusiast, and the second viewing really sealed the deal for me. BVS was amazing and worth the wait. Everything made sense to me, and I even now have got, uh, decided that Lex's plan also included Batman stealing the kryptonite from his building. Yeah, I agree. The the look Lex gives get, looking at the empty glass seals it. In my mind, it was all set up from the beginning to allow Bruce to use a kryptonite against Superman while he worked on creating Doomsday. Hashtag confirmed, in your opinion? What do you think, Andy? Uh, I honestly don't. You don't? I don't, think he, I don't think he expected Batman to steal the kryptonite. Really? I think he was hedging his bets. I think that he was manipulating Bruce, but he also had his kryptonite. I didn't think that he expected the two of them mm. to, to meet, mm. but I think that when Batman took the kryptonite, he adjusted accordingly. 
I see that point too, actually. Yeah, because it could have worked out either way for him. Exactly. It, it sort of was to his benefit that it was like, well, even better right, if, then, if then Batman can use yeah. this to kill him. You know, this was sort of my fail safe. But hey, since I'm, he was obviously setting up the fight. But I guess the thing that me, leads me to think that is how much he knows about Bruce Wayne, about Clark Kent, about both guys. Yeah. You know, it just felt like he just has been orchestrating this entire thing for so long. So. Yeah, actually, it could go either way. I, yeah, I don't know. yeah, I know. And, and maybe I'll watch it again. Well, and, and Eric brings up a good point is because I've I've heard this and I've heard yes. I've heard both sides, and yes. I, I still think that the kryptonite was for him, mm. but mm-hmm. he was doing whatever he could to bring down Superman, and right. that included stoking the fire with Batman. Absolutely. Um, but the look on his face when he sees the kryptonite's been stolen, it is very. Uh, What's the right word? Vague, abstract. It's it's uh-huh. it's it's hard to tell if sort his of look ambiguous. ambiguous. Thank you. That's yeah. what I'm going for. Yeah. Uh, it was very ambiguous. It yeah. was hard to tell if the look on his face is oh he took it or it's oh, oh he, he took, took it. it. Oh, good. Like uh-huh. you know, like it's yeah. it's left ambiguous. Uh, yeah, crap. Why? Why? I, now I'm dismantled. I don't. I could go I'm either sorry. way. No, I it's know. fine. I, I love it for that reason. Uh, he. He continued, uh, Eric continued, I wanted to ask a few questions to get your take. I understand the content of the Batman nightmare sequence. However, I've yet to fully understand why Bruce has this nightmare slash vision. How would he know about the Omega sign symbolizes and what the parademons are? This is the only part that leaves me without an explanation. During my second viewing, I tried to rationalize that that as he was describing... decrypting the Lex file that somehow triggered the vision, this vision in Bruce. Either that or it was just a simple case of hashtag sleepy Bruce. <laughs> hashtag sleepy Bruce because he only made it to like 0.2% description. LOL. <laughs> Next question, comment. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The death of Superman made me cheer up and BBS. I'm 34 and my wife patted my arm when she noticed my reaction. LOL. Anyways, just wanted to comment that I appreciate Snyder Warner Brothers to excuse my French that have the balls to continue to make risky and ambitious choices such as this and other parts of the film. My question is this. How the heck do they bring back Superman and Justice League? How much of the film will slash could be devoted to this? This is my only worry area as Justice League goes into production. Final question. Does Warner Brothers release the R-rated cut in theaters as we get closer to Suicide Squad? That's it for now. Keep up the great podcast, Eric. Uh, so a few questions there. I would say no on the rated R release cut. I I, 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 I was kind of expecting them to do it. The only reason I think that maybe I mean at this point it's yeah. It's I mean like I I think they they might not just because it's in the middle of the summer movie season. Yeah. So how are you going to get the screens to do it? Yeah. If it was if it was like when they re-released the Dark Knight in January, yeah. that was different because right. like it's January. There's nothing else you, going on. There's nothing going on. Yeah. But it's because it would have to be released in June or July. Yeah. The screens the screens are booked. Yeah. Yeah. And it it. I'm sure while the rated R draw, you know, that seems alluring, I'm sure. Also, at the same time, they probably don't want to look desperate. And I think that what people would go, oh, they're just trying to, you know, really re-release it to make up the money because they're panicked about the, you know. Yeah. They they don't need that, you know. So Yeah, I I think at this point they're just going to hype up the Blu-ray release and so we can all buy it and they make their money that way. Yes, yes. Um, Hashtag Sleepy Bruce, what do you think? Sleepy Bruce. Um... I think honestly, I don't. I don't think we're supposed to know why he gets the vision at this point. Yeah, they, I think that it is left. It's super. To, it's left open. Yeah, because in the movie, in the course of the movie, you're led to believe it's a dream. Yes, we know it's not a dream. Right. We know it's a vision. Yes. Um, I think that we will find out why Bruce gets that vision later. Yeah. And I, I have seen people go. That's not something Bruce Wayne can do. He can't look into the future. Well, no kidding. Of yeah. course he can't. That's why you're supposed to think it's a dream right now. Right. And then something happens later that we find out 
It's a vision. Yeah, yeah. It's I. I think it'll be explained in justice. Yes, I mean this movie is chock full of those kind of moments. Some are dreams. Some are. Vi- I mean, he essentially wakes up a second time after the Flash you know, visits him, and, and so I think that time travel is clearly a thing in this movie. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, your conscious may have remnants of the past or the future based off time travel. You know, so I, I think it could be he knows about some of these things subconsciously because. He's possibly visited the future, et cetera. There are reasons behind it. There's yeah. no way it's just, oh, I this is my fear for the future, and I happen to get parademons and the omega symbol right. and all this yeah. there's, dead on. Yeah, there's way too much stuff that is obviously leading to dark side that, that it can't be a dream. Yes, but at the same time, it's very hard for me to think that that is um, – like just a few, a vision of the future of exactly what happens. It's a combination of, of ideas or things that he may know or may know because of that and also um, his fear and what Superman may be. And who knows? That could be what Superman is. You know, Obviously, yeah. that flash warning leads us to believe that Superman is not going to be a great guy in the future. You know, Or when or, he says he, he's talking about something else. Oh, possibly as well. Yeah. Those tricky yeah. devils it could be. Uh, but but, but Bruce, Lois, you know, Bruce takes it to mean us to, Superman. Yes, well, because he says Lois. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, they, those clever devils. So um, yes, it's it's there's something else there. But I think question mark from both of us because yeah. we're not sure either. Yeah. Uh, um, and then uh, how will Superman be resurrected? Oh. I don't know. I I you know like. There are many ways that it could happen. I'm very curious as to see how that plays out, too. Um, I won't even wager a guess. How much of the film will be devoted to it? I think that it will be a subplot in the film. I think the main plot of the film will be Batman gathering the League, and the subplot will be Superman's resurrection. Mm-hmm. And I think that Superman will then come in for the big the yeah. big third act. Yeah, I, and I, I, I honestly don't know if we'll get much explanation. I think it might be akin to... A nuclear explosion, you know, causing him to nearly die in the sun, reinvigorating him. You know, like, there's not a whole lot of explanation there. You just sort of get, like, well, he gets power from these things. He's very hard to kill, um, even when it seems he's dead. Yeah. Maybe he's not. Uh, so, so, and I kind of hope it's that way, honestly, because there's been some very stupid reasons that characters have been resurrected in the comics that we've had to swallow as explanation, where I'm totally fine with them going, well, he's Superman, you know? Yeah. He's really hard to kill. Even when it seems he's dead, maybe he's not. Uh, so, who knows? I, I won't speculate either. Uh, but good questions, great commentary, guys. We really appreciate all of the feedback. We will get to the rest of it uh, eventually. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to some more next week yeah. and a little more the week after. And Indeed. by the time we finish it, the it'll be two months old, and it'll be like, yeah, I don't even care about that question anymore. Yeah, and sorry. yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we <laughs> unfortunately we are out of time. Um, yeah. But thank you to everybody who wrote in. Um, uh, please continue to send feedback, and we will get to it as when we don't have nearly as much news to get through. Yes. Um, but it's good to be back. Uh, glad to be back, Jamie. Yeah, me too, man. And and we got to give a shout out quickly here to to Prince, uh, the old bat dancer himself. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Yeah. for bat dancing his way into uh, into the into the our heavens, hearts, into our hearts and souls, and the heavens, and the, and the heavens. Yeah, and another but wonderful yeah, places. Yeah, unfortunately, we did lose member of the bat family when Indeed. Prince passed away last week. Yes. Uh, also, did a big tribute to Prince. Unholy Batcast. You, you dog. Unholy it's like you like Batman or something. I talk about Batman a lot. So, uh, so yeah, a little, you know, R.I.P. Prince, um, you know, huge props for, for making, I mean, 
an insane amount of music over the years in yes. general, but specific to Batman. Um, huge contribution. A to huge Batman. contribution with that soundtrack to Batman '89. Yes. So, uh, you know, just uh, it's a shame to see him go so soon, but he yeah. left a hell of a legacy behind. Agreed. Yes. Well said. So uh, that'll be it for this episode of the Batman Universe. Make sure you do go to thebatmanuniverse.net. Check out all the other fantastic podcasts on the Batman Universe to get your Batman fix. Make sure you check out my other show, Holy Batcast. So if you want to hear about that Killing Joke trailer, you want to hear about uh, Prince and uh, an unexpected rant that I went on. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen? No, I haven't okay, yet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It just caught me at the wrong. It caught me at the wrong time. <laughs> oh man! So don't listen. Never mind. Don't wait. listen. No, don't listen. I, you've said it. Nope. Up, don't listen. There's no way I'm not at this um, point. But anyway, check out Holy Batcast uh, wherever you find fine podcasts, and also check out Holy Batcast on YouTube. I've been putting up more Batman videos. Yeah, so buddy. check those out as well. Good deal. Um, also, uh, again, like we said at the very beginning, uh, any uh, any help that you could give for the Batman universe, go to the BatmanUniverse.net and uh, find that contribute button. Uh, again, just just a buck or two really helps out. And uh, we'll be able to continue to bring you uh, all kinds of Batman talk silliness. We can promise nonsense. Uh, So that's about it. Uh, On behalf of Jamie, I have been your co-host, Andy DiGenova. Thanks for joining us this time. We will see you soon in the Batman universe. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham. Let's. We're back. See if we remember how to do it. I know. Uh, I don't. We're... Where where are it's how it's been three weeks almost a month right I don't know I don't even know the listeners don't even remember us we don't even exist anymore <laughs> what's up let's change our identity by the time we've done an episode there've been eight new Batman podcasts <laughs> exactly we're, we're your new hosts <laughs> Jim Jam and Andalou <laughs> all right are you recording yes okay go for awesome. It.